You're now listening to Rush Hour with Amukta and Nicole. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, you had a one-week break from listening to our voices uh, because of spring break, and we weren't at school, so it's been a little while. Uh, I don't know about you, Nicole, but I'm still adjusting coming back to school because I really liked staying at home. Yeah, I... I didn't go to first, second, or third period today. Oh. <laughs> I've only had two periods so far because I had. Oh wait, I had a fifth off. So I've only had. I've only been back for like one period. So, um, but I'm glad that like I'm ending my day with radio because I already want to go home so bad. Oh, what about seventh period? Well, then I have math, but we're I'm not going to like think about that. <laughs> okay. I'm just glad that radio's like in my three periods that I have. Mhm. So, but yeah, we have a week of news and of stories. Yep. Um but before that, you, oh, yes. Uh, I just wanted to ask how was your break? My break was pretty good. I went a bunch of my family met up in Florida. Oh. So it was nice to go into the sun. Um, and then I came back and I relaxed. And I wish I had a few more days of relaxing, <laughs> but that's okay. Seems like a good combination for the, uh, you know, for the break. Yeah. You travel and then you relax. What'd you do? That's nice. Oh, I, I just stayed home the whole time. Yeah, that's nice. You didn't plan anything, so. It's a good a good rest week. Yeah. Um, so to start off, because this was actually last Sunday at the very start of the week, um, was the Australian Grand Prix for F1. Uh-huh. Um, I won't go into too much detail because it was like there's already been a week since and... You might, if you want to know about it, you probably have seen news and already know about it. But um, Leclerc for Ferrari got his first Grand Slam. He got pole position, fastest lap. He won. He led every lap. It was a great, a great weekend for him. Um, and then Sergio Perez for, for, for Red Bull came in P2 and... George Russell um, following in Mercedes. Um, Next weekend, April 24th at 6 a.m. is the Emilia Romagna Grand Prix. Uh, It's Italian. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. I would probably think it's Romagna. Romagna? Romagna? Romagna. I don't know. I feel like the G would be sound. I don't know. I'm not Italian. Oh, I, I have no idea. It's um but it is in Italy, which will be really cool to watch. Mm-hmm. And yeah, six AM. Wake up early. <laughs> and is that six AM PST? Yes. Okay. Same time. Um so in terms of pop culture news, it's big shift there from what we were just talking about, but most of you probably know Coachella happened this Last weekend, so Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I think. Okay, okay. Uh, three days, and that happened. But if you missed that and still want to see more, they're also live streaming um, Coachella Part 2 on April 22nd at 4 p.m. 
PST. So, well, yeah, because it's in LA, PST. Uh, so you could also watch that in case you missed the one from last time. And it had really big names like Billie Eilish. And keep in mind, I don't know if... Oh, so these artists are performing both both weekends. Um, so like Harry Styles, Billie Eilish, a special performance from 88 Rising's Head in the Clouds, which included a lot of international artists like... Millie from Thailand and uh, Jackson Wang from China slash Korea. And yeah, so if you want to see that, that's there. It's live streaming. But I know uh, some people actually went there. Like uh, A lot of people. Okay, it feels like a lot of people and nobody went at the same time. Yeah, I I don't think it was hyped enough. Like on Friday, I was looking at the news, and I was like, oh, so Coachella's happening. I saw so many people on social media that were going, but I didn't hear about a lot of celebrities that were going. Yeah. Possibly because they were performing there themselves, but Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Um, There's a teacher at school, the math teacher, you, who, who's your math teacher? Miss Woolridge? Oh, not Miss Woolridge. (laughs) I do not think she would be going to Coachella. No, Mr. Coombs, the other geometry teacher. Uh, a lot of his students mentioned that he was he went to Coachella and he's not back yet. Oh, so, wow. <laughs> sounds fun. Interesting. Hey, <laughs> yeah, we've done this every like for three shows in a row. Where <laughs> we need to be more. It's okay. We need we to won't, communicate better. We won't talk about our flaws on air, right? Forget we we're said gonna any for, of that. We're gonna pretend that we are perfect. And that this all goes perfectly every single time. Um, I have some uh, stories from from spring break, if you would stories. like to hear Stories? Okay, sure. I have some stories over spring break. Um, starting with... Okay, so I was at my grandparents' house in Florida, and we, <laughs> we had had... Actually, that might spoil it. So I was having toast, toast, cinnamon raisin toast. It was it was nice bread. Okay. And um, I toasted it, and I was all like ready. And I went to get butter from the fridge, and I grabbed the butter and I opened it, and it seemed it seemed like kind of melted or not not, but like yeah, really soft and kind of melted. And I thought, okay. oh, somebody probably had it open and they were using it and like kind of melt because it was at the it was it was almost gone uh-huh. so it could probably very easily melt through and then they had just put it back in the fridge and I was like that's fine I'm just gonna put it on my toast <laughs> um like it doesn't ruin it or anything and it was kind of it had like a weird kind of chunky kind of or like soft chunks but then melted kind of texture but it was fine i was like once i spread it it's all gonna be the same and it's gonna just Mm. taste like butter it's fine i don't know about that well what the way i'm describing it it sounds more like suspicious than what it actually looked like because it looked like yeah it looked fine okay um so i i put it on my toast and i ate it and i didn't really think about it i didn't really think about the taste or anything Mm -hmm. i mean it didn't taste horrible so um the next day i was like that was pretty good i'm gonna have it i'm gonna have a piece of toast with my breakfast again 
And I go to the fridge to get out the same butter container and I see the lid and the lid on it is written like in big letters in Sharpie. Uh (laughs) There's the word garlic written all over the lid. And I I realized we had had garlic bread a few nights ago and um, that was the leftover garlic spread from the garlic bread and I put it on my cinnamon raisin toast the day before. (laughs) And I was like, well, I mean, I was kind of in shock because it didn't taste... I mean, maybe if I had eaten it knowing it was garlic, it would have tasted like garlic. Oh, yeah. But it didn't taste super strange when I was just eating it. And I couldn't find any other butter. I had already toasted my bread. I couldn't find any other butter in the fridge um, because it was in a drawer. I didn't see it. Uh So I just had to eat, like, plain toast. I mean, it was cinnamon raisin, so it was still good. But um, I accidentally had some garlic spread on my on my toast over break (laughs) and i'm i don't recommend it but don't be scared that you're gonna mistake garlic for butter because it's not that bad and i think if it was regular toast it probably would have tasted pretty good if it was yeah i have no idea I've... I think cinnamon raisin toast is one of my favorite types. Mm, okay, okay. Yeah, and like the warmth plus melted butter. Just, yeah. The picture just sounds it's, so good. I love toast. I, I did something similar, except I knew I had pasta, which is like fettuccine alfredo, and mm-hmm. then I had strawberry lemonade, which I spilled into the pasta. Oh. <laughs> I ate it, but I knew it was strawberry lemonade, right? So I thought it was going to be awful, but... It wasn't that bad, and for a second, I like considered pouring in some more until I realized what I was doing was absolutely disgusting. <laughs> um, you know, but, those, like they there are videos of weird food combinations trying them, and uh-huh. some of them, like some of them, are not that bad. Okay. Like well, like what we just tried. Yeah, and I know some people who like dip their fries in their in blisters. shakes. Yeah. 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 I I tried that the other day. It was not my favorite. It kind of tasted like eggs, so I was a oh. little weirded out. But I, I think... Yeah? Yeah, I've tried it before, but I, I don't remember what it tasted like. It's not something... There's some people that just eat it every single time they get fries. They also get a shake, and they eat it like that. But yeah. I, I've tried it once with, like, one fry, and I haven't done it since. Uh-huh. I don't think it was terrible, though. Yeah, those are... Some wacky food combinations we've had. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking if there's something exciting for my break, because I didn't travel anywhere like mm-hmm. you did. I stayed at home. I got sick for most of break. Ah. And then um, it was my dad's birthday on one Thursday. And Fun. later that night, we went to an Indian movie, um... At the Cinemark Theater in Bellevue Square. Mm-hmm. No, Lincoln Square. The the mall. And we went at around 9 because it started at like 8.50. So we were late. In, in the morning or at night? At night. Oh. And, yeah. And I hate being late to movies because I despise when I have no context. Yeah. And yeah. 
this movie, it's three hours long, so we'd come home at, like, past midnight, and we went, and we went inside the theater, and the first thing I saw was, like, a bunch of people getting beat up, thrown past the gate, and then this guy with, like, a bleeding guy saluting to the British flag. What movie was this? So, it's an Indian movie. Um, Oh, okay, okay. It's it's a South Indian movie, and... Those movies usually don't get a lot of recognition, but into the, this movie was, like, really, really highly, like, produced. Mm. They put, like, $75 million into it, oh. and it got top 10 in the box office, which is shocking. I mean, but, like, I would hope so if you're putting that much money into it. <laughs> but, like, at the same time, you don't expect that many people to watch it because it's a South Indian movie, and most people haven't even heard the language that it's in. Mm. And... The CGI, the effects were, like, things I've never seen in those types of movies before. And it was great, and it was, it was, it took place when, like, the British were ruling over India, so it was also kind of sad to see what happened then. And I think the most annoying part is, in Indian movies, usually, they make the heroes look really, really good with these stunts and, like, these things that just defy all the laws of physics. Mm -hmm. And it's really really cringy sometimes and this movie just took it to a whole other level <laughs> and they were like lifting motorcycles like throwing wow. them everywhere super strange and i don't know i i guess it was i guess it was okay except except for that which really annoyed me three hours three hours and what was the plot the plot okay there's this south indian who is part of the british like militia um, and he's perceived as, like, this bad guy because he's betraying his country and joining that army. And then there's another guy who's part of, like, a local South Indian tribe mm-hmm. who one of their, like, li- girls from the tribe is taken away to one of the general's houses because they like her art, and she's forced to stay there. So this hero from, like, that local tribe goes to save her. He oh. comes across the the guy working for the British militia and they become friends without the the British Indian guy knowing that the local tribe guy okay. is going after the general of the military. I see. And then it turns out that wait, I don't want to give any spoilers. I'll just stop there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll that's that's a, that's a good summary. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But yeah, you should watch it if you like really long movies in a language you probably don't know. <laughs> Of yeah. course. Okay. I watch them all the time. Oh, yeah. Every weekend. Of course, of course. I have been, you know, there. there's a lot of good international movies on Netflix, though, so I like watching those just to get, uh, like, a view of what it is in, like, in other countries and other languages. It's Yeah. First, um, we have some weather-related news because the weather of the world is not always the best. Um Last week, I think earlier in the week, there was um, really heavy torrential rainfall and flooding in areas of South Africa, killing at least 259 people, which is an insane, an insane number for for anything, really. Mm-hmm. Um, the region's some parts experienced about two feet of rain, um, disrupting shipping from 
the Durban port, which is the largest and busiest shipping terminal in sub-Saharan Africa. Um, there were reports of shipping containers being swept away, like down highways that were flooded. And um, officials have blamed the high, such a high death toll on poor drainage in the low-lying areas. I never, I guess, I guess that is true. Like, the earth cannot soak up so much rain without proper sewage, sewer systems and drainage systems. But it's interesting because that water, the the rainwater had to come from somewhere, which is the ground itself, you know, when the water evaporates, goes into the clouds. I think... I guess um, when it just dumps, there's like it, yeah. it doesn't have the strength to absorb it all back. Uh, do you think this ties back to climate change in any way because of this like irrational weather? I mean, I think I think all of the irrational weather of the world is at least in some ways tied back to climate change. Mm-hmm. Um, I although I guess that. Some things have been happening to these places for thousands of years. But um, I do think, I don't know, the huge rainfalls and everything, you wouldn't think that it's like global warming because it's cooling, I I don't know, and water and raining. But Mm -hmm. I think even like even the big when – places have a ton more snow than normal mm-hmm. i think even that is related yeah and i was reading something recently that said like uh it's about tipping points i don't know if i mentioned this before but um we see like these storms and stuff happening more and more we just like normalize it in our heads and by the time we try to do something about it it's too late because it's past that point already and we just didn't realize because we started to see this as the new normal Mm -hmm. even when it shouldn't be treated like that so that that's interesting there's also in the u.s i mean u.s has its own severe weather conflicts um a stretch of the u.s from texas up through southern minnesota like the middle um, was hit with a bunch of tornado-producing storms, and the northern plains had a late-season blizzard. So there's all—everything's happening. Wow. Actually, that reminds me, the weather here has also been really strange. In the last week, there's been, like—there were there was hail three of the yeah. days. Yeah. And I heard in—one of my friends in Bothell told me, oh, it snowed for us. It did snow in some, yeah, close to us in Washington. Uh-huh. And then there was also that 75-degree day. Yeah. It, a few, like, two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, I remember. It was it was it got really, really warm that day, really sunny. And then the sunniness sort of just, like, started dying down, more rain. And, and I think there was hail either the day before or the day after. Yeah. There, there was definitely hail more than one day. It was really on and off, which was interesting. Like, um, in my backyard, I was trying to draw, like, a badminton court. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just temporary. Every time I drew it with chalk, it would hail. It would all go away. Oh. I would wait for it to dry. I'd go back and, like, draw it, and then it'd start raining. Mm -hmm. And it it was really annoying. 
there has there's a lot of clashing in Jerusalem lately oh, with okay. Palestinians. Mm-hmm. Um, over 150 Palestinians were injured in on Friday in a clash with Israeli forces um, around a mosque in Jerusalem where where thousands were they were gathered there for prayers during the Muslim month of Ramadan mm-hmm. um, and Israeli authorities said that a group of Palestinians were throwing rocks at a gate leading to the western wall which was a Jewish holy site okay. um, yeah so uh, forces started um, using stun grenades, rubber bullets, and beating people with batons. Um, and, yeah, so that's been a big thing that's been happening. And, oh, it doesn't seem like this is the first time Israel and Palestine have had a conflict. I, I don't think so. I think last year, I yeah. think last year there was, like, a war for yeah, 11 days. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And... And that kind of reminds me of the Ukraine-Russia conflict because there were countries taking sides. I don't remember which side the United States was on, but there were other countries that were very partial to Israel and some that were very partial to Palestine. And it doesn't seem like just like... It seems more like a religious warfare as well because mm-hmm. it's like... Uh, what? What is it? it not Islam. Uh, Islam and... Judaism? Judaism. I was going to call it Jewishness. Oh. I was like, that's not it. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, Judaism and Islam. And it's interesting, too, because they all kind of stem from similar regions. Same with Christianity and Islam. Mm-hmm. They stem from there. And, you know, Christianity stemmed from uh, Judaism. And all very interesting. Yeah. I am not religious, so I'm not always, like, in on all of the religious parts of yeah. the world. Um, but there does seem to be a lot of conflict Yeah, with all of them. I am religious, but I'm not, I'm not like, uh, I'm not Muslim, or I'm not one of those religions currently that's having difficulty in the world. Mm-hmm. So... I wouldn't know, but it's probably good to get the perspective of someone who is Muslim or Jewish. Yeah. This is um, what we were just talking about was from a news site uh, called 1440 Digest. And, um, yeah, I'm not sure what... There's not really a perspective from where that was all written, um, but I'm sure that you can search and find um, many different perspectives on these conflicts and see what you want to know. Yes. Anyways, we have run out of time here today. Um, so no more stories. Sorry about <laughs> that. Uh, we will be back next week with another episode. And until then, you can... Keep listening to KMIH 889 The Bridge.